2: Ooh, your eager little beavers today <laughs> joining us for a, a quickie ghost of boyfriends past. You kinda they're they 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 are keen, they can't help it. Every Thursday, right on the prompt. And here you are. Thank you for joining us on Ghost of Boyfriends Past. I'm Tom Harrison and across from me, as ever, is Elizabeth Best. You That's join me. us on a quickie, a mini of the show, where we get to just unpack the, the extra stuff, the extra emotional baggage that we've got lying at the, at the bottom of our bags at the end of the week. It's a question-themed one this week, and I'll open the batting if you'd like, Elizabeth.
1: Go mm-hmm. for it. Uh,
2: is there anything that you find unfairly, unfairly being the key word, is there anything that you find yourself unfairly judging in like a potential partner, like appearance or... Yes. Yeah. You can, uh, if you don't want to cop to it, mine is teeth, okay? Uh, yep. If someone's got dodgy teeth, I know and uh, I will acknowledge... Are you
1: talking dodgy like as in just not straight or dodgy I as I don't in know.
2: I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty high standards with it. I'm pretty... Because I don't picky. have straight teeth. I'm pretty would picky. you judge my teeth? Yours aren't. are oh, yours aren't bad at all. Are you calling your teeth bad?
1: Oh, I've got a really. N- I used to suck my thumb until I was like eleven years old. So my teeth don't actually touch at the bottom, and I've got tooth that no, no, stick yeah, up. You're, f- you're fine. Not that I'm being self-deprecating, away. but I'm totally being self-deprecating. But I, but and but I, and I I'm acknowledge. like, to what? Like to what? Uh, I can't word. <laughs> to what, what degree? degree? Thank you, Zane. To what degree would they need to be bad for you to be like, ugh?
2: Yeah. Look, they. Can, they only a couple of, like, not much yeah. is my is my bugbear. I'm, it, it I'm be very much.
1: not into bad breath, but I think most people aren't into bad breath. Something that's superficial that even I, to this day, get angry at myself for being sad about is height. And I hate, and I yeah, hate, height, height, hate, hate. Like, I will still and have dated people shorter than me, and I am five. Two and a half, so it's pretty difficult to be shorter than me. Um, but I still have, and but there has, I have been angry at myself for that tiny little bit in my heart that goes, oh, when I realize they're shorter than me. But then I realize they're awesome person, and that I'm the asshole. Um, but
2: you're five foot two, right? So I am five two. You've got a lot, surely a lot of height room going going up, yeah, right, and do
1: you know what one of my longest term relationships was only about five seven, and I thought that was great and fine yeah. and wonderful actually, because and i this is why I, I want to say to the short kings out there is that um I don't need someone to be massively taller than me, and I actually found it super convenient when we were a similar height because Mm. we both just got to mash faces at the same height, and it was really comfy.
2: See, at least you're really
1: comfy. At least
2: with your particular, like your you are particular about height, right? At least you're very short, so that you've got you've got this great big window of height above of potential height above. But it's not
1: even. I would. It's not a deal breaker for me. Something that I probably also unfairly judge is, um, if you wear socks with sandals.
2: Hey. That is the, dre- <laughs> the dress of my people, okay. <laughs> what is this, Race- racism against the English, socks and, sandals. socks and sandals. I was like,
1: how do you bring racism into this?
2: There's a, no, uh, yes, I wear them around the house. Oh, I around
1: the house is fine, but like but if you meet me out for a date at a restaurant Lord. and you're wearing socks and sandals, no good. oh dear Lord, no, so that, absolutely I, That not. doesn't even
2: feel unfairly uh, unfair for the people no. the there. Okay, very good, very good.
1: I don't think there's a – oh, I really – I'm going to have to think about this and I'll come back to you and we'll talk about it on another episode because I'm sure that there are other things that I'm I can sure think of though. without being put yep. on the spot that make me a petty bitch. And but I, reckon,
2: I reckon we all have – more examples than we want to oh, know. Okay, are so with. here's
1: one. I really don't like it if somebody has um I have no problem with receding hairlines, but if you then grow your hair out the back out long and it's migrating off your head to such a degree, like like Wernstrom from Futurama, yes. you yes, know, like sure. the just just chop it. At that point, just, you know, bald men are attractive. Like, don't don't think that having a receding hairline makes you any less attractive, but please don't try and grow it. Don't try and keep the same amount of hair on your head by growing the legs at the back.
2: Yes, so the brave, bravely fighting it or yeah. bravely uh, I just, attempting to cover. I feel cover. bad
1: about it because people can't help their hairlines, but also you'd look really sexy bald, so just do that, you know?
2: Yes, that's probably, that's probably the good you bit know? of information. Uh, All right, information. I
1: have one that's a bit of a... Full on question rather than a general okay. question. Yep. Okay. I was on my sixth date with a guy, and he told me, I'm already angry, <laughs> and he told me that he didn't like the dress that I wore on our first date. Nobody has ever told me it looked bad before. Not ever. I told him that nobody else thought that. And he said, well, that's because I'll tell you the truth. Mm. Other people won't tell you the truth. Mm. Thank you so much, Zane. Yes. Uh, Thoughts about this? Is his honesty a kindness to me? Maybe I do look bad in it. Or is it just
2: rude? So maybe, maybe there is room in the world for this guy to be right. He's the only one that's giving this... This person correct feedback, right? All of her friends are saying yes, you look great in it because so there is room for that as a as a as a as a possibility. But do we do we believe him? No, we not, don't believe him. Zayn is not. on
1: Mike. What do we have to say?
0: It could be yeah that he was like, oh. I think this and all of your friends are going to say that you're super pretty but I'm going to say no you look ugly. Uh, even the even so what what, what are you what, getting what, from it? Yeah, who benefits you from benefits. that situation? Oh, yeah, if I'm you're not... feeling if you're feeling yourself in an outfit which is usually what you wear to a first date, who wants to be told, "Oh, I actually really didn't like what you were wearing." Also, And this is worst case scenario. Yes, sure. First step to isolating her from her friends. Ah, yes.
1: That is what I was going to say. Okay, I
0: didn't even cross my little mind. So here's the
1: thing. (laughs) I have dated someone who was brutally honest and he used to say, wouldn't you prefer that I'm honest with you rather than lying? But here's what I say to that. Honesty without compassion is cruelty.
2: Yeah. Okay. absolutely
1: fucking lutely And I think that if you were really feeling yourself and he's knocking you down a peg, then that's a bit shit. You might not have looked great in that dress, but that's something that he didn't need to bring up at that time because you were not wearing that dress at that time. If you're in a relationship three months down the track and you put that dress on and he goes, actually, babe, I really don't like that dress. And that's a sort of almost a different story. But whenever someone says to me, And this could be my baggage talking, Uh, but whenever somebody says to me, "I'm being honest with you," nobody else is going to be honest with you, but I will. I don't fucking believe them. I think they are gaslighting me into trusting only them.
2: No, you're right, and it's also uh, breaching this. It's also it's sinister, but it's like, don't you want? don't you want me to have the opportunity to tell you that you look shit? Like, don't you? It's like, yeah, Yeah. yeah. it's like a way. I'm doing you a favor favor. by abusing
0: you. And then
1: it's, yeah, exactly. And then it's a way to make you go, oh my God, he's so kind because he's honest to me. But I think we all just need to say it again for those louder in the back (laughs) is that honesty without compassion or without tact is cruelty.
0: And that's the thing you can say, I don't like that outfit. You can say that and that's totally fine. Mm. What you can't say is you look bad in that outfit. Yeah. Because you can say, I yeah. don't like that outfit, but I can tell that you're feeling yourself. So you weigh whatever you want. Yeah. I like what you look like. I'm not a fan of the outfit. And that is the same message without any of the kind of undermining of self-image yes. and, and kind of insinuation yeah. of other people lying yeah. and being untrustworthy. And
1: why is he choosing that moment to dredge it up? Yeah. Like, why would you say, hey, here's a negative thing about you that I noticed when it's not even a topic of conversation, when that outfit is no longer there? Because it's a technique jerk. I'm sorry. There is no way that I think that that's innocent. He's just being honest with you. You didn't ask. You yeah, didn't ask. That's a
2: good, very, you didn't ask. Very good point. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a question that can that cycles back to dating a coworker. Oh, Now, the recent history on this here podcast We've been up to our next in stories about dating co-workers and if is it a good idea? We've really yes, explored and we it.
1: even we, we even aired an episode of Every Step podcast that I was on talking about dating in the workplace to continue the conversation. So,
2: if we can provide some uh, some input to this, uh, we we might be we might be armed well to do it. Uh, after okay, so how to move on after dating a co-worker.
1: Oh God, I after- is really bad at this. <laughs>
2: After being with my ex for 10 years, our our relationship ended. We just grew apart. After that, something between me and a co-worker began to grow. After lots of talk... Uh, sorry, I don't think English is their first language, so uh, be patient. After lots of talks about this being smart, since we are colleagues, we decided to give it a try. After an amazing start, and six months in, uh, which I kind of... uh, After an amazing start and six months in which I kind of fell in love, she mentioned having doubt a week after we told our boss about us.
1: Oh, I feel that in my soul.
2: This ultimately resulted in her ending it. After that, I dated around a bit, met a few beautiful and nice women, but I can't seem to bind. I still see my colleague three quarters of the week and the job requires seeing each other often. Is there anyone who can help me with this? All tips are greatly appreciated. Yes, so that is so hard.
1: And I failed miserably because I was seeing my ex every day and I got back together with him, which I absolutely should not have done. It was the worst thing I possibly could have done.
2: You said we uh, got back together and shouldn't have done. Yep. So is that advice to anyone that's going through th- th- no, this No, I wouldn't
1: say that blanket. But for me, seeing him every day made me think I wanted him more than I did. Yes. Because it's basically like saying, okay, I'm going to go cold turkey off, let's say, chocolate cake. And then every day someone puts a piece of chocolate yeah. cake your m- chocolate on a plate cake. in front of you and literally says, smell it while you walk past. <laughs>
2: yes.
1: <laughs> it's going to be really difficult to not have chocolate cake or to not feel like you need chocolate cake. Whereas if chocolate cake wasn't there and then in a couple of months you see chocolate cake and you're like, I wonder why I liked that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I'm going to say that it's, I don't say blanket, no one should do it again or no one should consider it. But I think you either need to take a slight leave of absence from Mm. work if you can, or think about looking at another department. If you don't love your job desperately, um, Or make sure that you're trying to engage yourself in projects where you're not directly involved with that person because it is going to be so difficult for you to realise whether the relationship would or wouldn't work if they're constantly in your face and then it's going to be so much harder to move on and be with somebody else if you still have in the back of your mind this person that you liked yep. and admittedly fell in love with. Yeah, I think you've got to take time off. Yep. I really do. Uh,
2: if you can, uh, all workplaces are different, different uh have a yak to a, a supervisor about moving departments or temporarily moving. Are a just thing. something. Could you
1: be seconded into yeah. another department for six months? You know. Yep, absolutely. It's just it's it's so difficult to wean yourself off something if it's constantly sitting right in front of you.
2: Yep, uh, and time. And that's a—it's such a frustrating thing oh, to hear. The amount right? of
1: times I've wanted to punch people in the face for saying time heals all wounds because they're—they're they're right, and I want to punch them in their smug But faces. in the
2: moment, in your moment of need <laughs> of crisis, of I'm the main character and I'm, I'm and I'm heartbroken. Yeah. being told, well, it's time. Yeah, that's so, yes, too shall
1: just, pass. No, I you don't want to pass my fist into your face. Shut up. But yes, time I don't condone th- violence. I've never actually punched. I only nah. once punched someone. Nah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you uh, won't uh, investigate that here, but yes, time and physical physical dis- distance probably uh, yeah. probably will do it.
1: Sorry, there's not an easier thing, but until your feelings are dissipated enough for you to see them on a day to day basis, it's gonna be hard for you. Yeah,
2: so th- those of you thinking about dating in the workplace, yes, the beforehand's all very lovely, and mm, the yes. during is very yes, sexy. great, fantastic, but you've got to try and picture the the it ending it ending. Even, yeah. even amicably it ending, you still have to see this person yeah. like every day. And, and when it happened zing. to me,
1: he was always like, hey, how are you going? How are you – like, you look great today. And I'm like, what do you want from me? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Oh, um, all right. So if you have any more questions that you would like yes. Tom and I and occasionally Zane to agony aunt and uncle our way through, please write in to ghostofboyfriendspass at gmail.com or hit us up on any of our social medias – or post in our Facebook group, Ghosts of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy, and get the lovely people in the group to answer your question. And if yes. you let us know that you want us to read it out, we'll do it as well. We can, we can source answers from all over the place for you on any questions about dating that you might have. But in the meantime, I guess uh, that's it for this questions episode. We're done. It's a quickie. We've been quick, and uh, we'll see you next time.